0: Hey, so I'm back for my business trip, so this is another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast.
1: Yay! With, uh,
0: me, Matt Bacon, and my beautiful co-host. Mr. Kurt. Did you just call yourself Mr. Kurt? I did. I did. How do you have any friends?
1: Uh, I don't. That's why I'm doing podcasts with you and not talking to just real people right now. I'm talking to a figment of my imagination on the internet named Matt Bacon.
0: Yeah, in case you weren't, in case any listeners weren't aware, Curtis and I have never actually met in person, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is, uh, you know, although actually the last podcast I had, I also didn't meet that guy in person until after the podcast was done.
1: Well, also, you got to keep in mind, we do live in two different countries and like six hours away. So it's not too weird that we've never met each other in person.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I have a lot of friends in different countries who I see multiple times a year.
1: True, but how often do you come up near uh, in Ontario? I think you've come once in two years and I couldn't make it that one time.
0: Yeah, but I, I like freedom and Jesus.
1: Yeah, I like freedom.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about hiring people and then not doing what they say. And now Curtis, yeah. and, I, Curtis and I are going to tell you that we don't have anyone in mind, but we definitely have people in mind.
1: Well, we don't actually have anyone in mind because I did an Instagram post on this yesterday and I'm not joking you. I had like four or five people ask me if I was talking about them and I wasn't talking about them. So apparently there's some people that aren't doing what I'm saying that I didn't realize. But anyways, I just thought that was funny.
0: Here's the thing. (laughs) If you have the wherewithal to be listening to this fucking podcast, 99% chance you're not someone who doesn't pay. Like 99% chance we're not talking about you. Yeah. Anyway. Curtis. Yes. Why does this drive you crazy? You get paid the same.
1: Well, okay. Well, it doesn't happen. Like I said, it doesn't really happen as much anymore with people that are actual clients. I mean, obviously once in the odd while, someone won't do what they do, what I tell them to do. But as a general rule, most of the people I work with nowadays are pretty good. Um, But here's a good example is like, Someone might reach out to me and ask me for advice on how to do something that I'm experienced in, like, you know, how to maybe reach out to a certain publication or how to talk to a specific journalist that I might know or a connection that I might have. And then they won't listen to me. You know what I mean? Like, not someone that's a client, but someone that's just kind of reached out or whatever, right? Yeah. So... The reason it drives me crazy is because like, okay, if you're going to reach out to someone for the advice that's got the experience that you're looking for, it usually pays off to listen to what they say and at least try it out, even if it sounds a bit weird, because of the fact that they've done it and you're the one asking for advice. So just like asking someone for advice and not not taking it just doesn't make any sense, especially when you're paying for it. It doesn't make sense, but. At any time, if you're reaching out to someone, they take the time to give you their perspective. And then you go, well, that's a waste of time. I'm not going to fucking do it. Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? You've just basically wasted everybody's time involved, right?
0: Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I think that this happens, especially with bands who don't want to spend money on their shit.
1: hmm Yeah, that's a really good point. Because, like that's usually the people who do something like you're right. the guys that don't have any money or or they don't want to pay you for actual advice. They're just trying to get a freebie. And like I said before, like I don't mind giving free stuff. I do lots of free work. I've done lots of free work. I've done pay me later work. You know, I've done barter work, you know, Um, I'm not like a money grubbing, you know, whatever. I do my best to try to help anybody I can. But yeah, the people that are never going to pay anything are generally the ones that do that. You're right. 100%. You
0: know, and that's, (sighs) <sighs> that's sort of what I find so aggravating about it is like people will literally call me up and, and like, I'll take a call from anyone. Cause like nine times 95 times out of a hundred, if I can't get them to buy something from me, I can get them to buy something from Curtis. So I get a referral. So it's like worth my time to spend like an hour with someone.
1: Well, not just that, but it's a goodwill gesture too, because the more There's people too. that know about you, the more people that you help, the more people that, that that person will talk about you to and the more you can help other people and then it just ends up growing your business and ends up growing your fan base and all the rest of it, right? Just in general.
0: Yeah. But here's the thing. There are literally fucking people who will call me, take an hour of my time, and then be, and then try to nickel and dime. Yeah. Literally like both me and Curtis. Yeah. Or I try to think- get like A better deal like on the t-shirt fulfillment thing for their band who no one fucking cares about like 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 fucking think for a second like yeah i I don't know man some of us like this is some of us are giving you this advice because we're nice which you know we are but like you know just think like if you're not able to invest in your band why spend time talking to someone whose main shtick and this is the case for both Curtis and I at the end of the day is invest in your band.
1: Yeah. I mean, and well, the, the main, the main thing, main thing that just to add to that, I don't have a problem. If someone asks me for a discount or if they ask me, like they try to negotiate just because they're having some sort of financial trouble that they can't quite come up with it. A lot of times i am I'm, I'm usually pretty lenient with things that someone needs sure, an extended sure. payment plan or something like that. I'll usually yet say, yeah, sure. Even if it's, not comfortable for me to do that at the time. Um, But the thing is, is like you said, that if they then try to nickel and dime you after you've already tried your best to accommodate them, then it can be a little bit frustrating and usually can turn into is usually a good indicator that you're dealing with someone that's going to be a problem (laughs) Yeah, as a a general rule. Right.
0: But so yeah, that being said, and in the interest of not being, purely you know aggravated on this episode yeah um what are some ways if a band really has and this is never this is basically never the case you know but if a band really has no money yeah how do you recommend they grow themselves
1: well they can always reach out and like let's say they want pr i mean there's a few options you can do like i mean Um, you could start off with some very basic PR with like one of the dollar store PRs that we've talked about. Generally, those aren't very good investments in your money if you're looking to like actual get, get substantial PR. But if you're just looking for something and you really don't have any money, it's probably more better. It's probably better for you to go to the dollar store PR than not. You know what I mean? Um, that being said, don't go there in there with the expectation that you're going to get prime coverage because you're not um but you know any any advertising or promotion pr is better than none is kind of what i I, I, the way i look at it um but even but even more basic than that i mean you got your social media you need to you can start getting good at you can read books about it you can take books out from the library and learn how to do it easily there's podcasts there's videos you can do to learn how to do your own social media and be effective at it that's how i learned right um but i mean another thing too is like. When people reach out to me, like if like if they if they, they can't afford the service at the time, but they really want it, like I said, I mean, I'm usually pretty accommodating. Like if someone says, hey, um, you know, I need an extended pay plan that you don't normally do. A lot of times I'll do it as long as it's not like, you know, pay me $1 a month for the next 40 years, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, or else if you got something you can offer me, like you're an artist, you want to redo my logo or you want to help me on my website, and I do some PR, I knock off, you know, 60% of the PR fee or something like that, right? Like, I'm usually pretty good about that. So there are, th- those are ways that you can still get yourself some promotion if, if you really are broke, right? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of, lot of bands have, like, a graphic designer uh, that, that's a member or a website coder. You know, like, worst case scenario, I mean, you could probably, I don't know how Matt feels about this, but, I mean, like, if someone said to me, like, you know, they're willing to redo my entire website in exchange for PR, I'd probably do it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If if people are bringing, well, I I think that's, I think we've talked about this before is like, if you're bringing value, you know, then you're bringing value. Exactly. But, But this is the issue with a lot of bands is they don't understand if they're bringing value or not. And if you don't know how you're bringing value, then the answer is you're not bringing value. And again, bringing value is not, oh, we'll play your show and draw a grand total of zero people. Exactly.
1: Like one good example of bringing value, I'm not going to mention this person by name, but um, they recently reached out to me. They needed some PR, but they're having some financial difficulty. So we worked out a deal because this person's also a writer where they would do a bunch of press releases for me in exchange for the PR. Right, so I'm not getting any monetary value out of that, but you know she's helping me in, in another manner that's really easing me for time right now. You know what I mean, yeah, so there's yeah. all sorts of things you can do to bring value and still get things that you want and, and if if you're truly broke, right
0: yeah, and I think I mean there's a really good book, uh Damon John from Shark Tank wrote about this called "The Power of Broke mm. Mm-hmm that really kind of influenced how I started my business when I had literally zero money. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, well there's ways to, you know, there's ways to grow a name. Like I get, I've been interviewed probably more than 85% of the bands I've worked with. Yeah. Including ones who've got PR done. Yeah. But like, I've never really invested in PR. However, I've invested in a larger fucking brand name for myself. For like well, let
1: me, well, hold up before you say you've never invested in PR. That's not quite true because you've invested in the relationships with me and probably about a half other dozen other PRs, which has enabled you to get a lot of assistance with PR for yourself.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: So you're not spending money, but you're spending time, and you're spending other forms of energy because I mean, money really is energy when you look at it, right? So
0: fuel units, Ty Lopez. It's a,
1: yeah, it's a fuel. Well, it is. Like he's right. He is. He's right. So, Ty, Lo, Ty Lopez is a bit of a goofball, but I mean, he is a he is worth what five million dollars or something like that, and has a big house in California and a bunch of cars, and a farm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? For for clarification, Ty Lopez, the internet entrepreneur guy who does all those videos where he's like these are my cars and I read a book every day. Yeah. Though he doesn't actually read a book every day.
1: Mm-hmm. He has
0: decided to start calling money fuel units. So that's yeah. the joke Curtis and I were making.
1: Yeah. But he's, he's gotten that from other people too. And But I mean, it really is true that, it, that, I mean, like the more energy you put out, I mean, the more money you can produce. So you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And that's sort of an important thing, too, is, like, I know bands who have had very successful... Like, my friends in Tungsten... Again, if you're broke, there are ways to do it. Like, my friends in Tungsten, where I think... The main dude is a lawyer, and at least one of the other dudes has, like, a really good job. Yeah. And they did their PR for free, just because they wanted to. hmm And, uh... But they did it by fucking being active on the Prog Power Forums... Or not Prague Power, uh, the U.S. Power and Prague thing on Facebook or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. And guess what? Fucking, they were able to get like 30 reviews because they were just plugged into the community because they had invested the time in it.
1: That's the key point, though, is you got to invest the time. You can't just say, I'm going to do my own PR, send out an email once and then think you're doing PR. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, or this, one Facebook
1: post. This, Woo! this circles
0: week. back to the conversation we had about bands not taking advice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is I know bands. There's a big band recently, actually, who I who I know very well, who put out a new single, and it's a great single.
1: Yeah,
0: but their management company told them they needed to hire PR, and you know, uh, I told them they needed to hire PR just because I were friends, so I still tell them what to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, this is like a known band who have toured with like huge acts, like to thousands pe- of people a night. And they're like, oh, no, people, people will just pick it up. No one. Pays. Yeah. Well,
1: that reminds me of a conversation I had with someone yesterday who's probably listening to the podcast. I hope they don't mind me talking about this. Is that they had invested in PR uh, for one of their albums and it did pretty good. And then the next time they, they put it out, and they got nothing basically because they didn't hire any PR. Yeah. Right. So I mean, you're totally right. Like you can make the investment in the PR, but if you don't <clears> continue <throat> the actions, it's not no one's gonna no one's gonna pay attention, right? So you can't just get it once and then release another album later and then expect to have results because you're just not gonna have the results that you were looking for.
0: I usually. Like, yeah, I feel like hypothetically you could. Like if you like a real really It depends, could.
1: but Here's the thing, though, is like, if, you, if you're not taking any action on something, it's usually not going to happen. Sometimes by fluke, it does. I mean, there's always flukes. There's always flukes. But, you know, as a general rule, if you're not going to push something, it's just, or if you're not making the actions happen to generate interest, it's just not going to happen on the same level as when you had someone doing that, right?
0: Yeah. And again, if you, but yeah, there are free ways to do this if you listen to other people. Mm-hmm. you know, and this is what people don't want to listen to is like, Oh, well,
1: hold up. Let me I... just cut you off over one second here. It's not sure. free. Cause you're still investing your time and effort. Yeah. There's nothing's free. You're still investing time and effort. And if you're doing it on your own, you're going to need to invest a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah. Especially if you have no connections.
0: Well, cause he, he, the way I describe it, and I think I've said it on this podcast before is like, we need to head towards the end here because it's it's the morning and we have both have real things to do. Uh,
1: <laughs> real things. Good way of putting it.
0: I, I have to go talk to people about Def Leppard. I I have,
1: I have actual press releases I have to do, so I I do have a uh, real job. But yeah.
0: No, but the point being, and I, I think I've talked about this before. Like, would you rather trust someone with your record who's works one record every two years, or someone who works? Fifty releases a year
1: yeah
0: like you know someone's gonna be doing this every week and is gonna know what they're doing and someone's not
1: as a general rule yeah
0: Yeah.
1: there are exceptions but yeah
0: that being said most people are idiots and that applies to people in the music industry too I don't know if I agree with that, that that phrasing but okay I mean I don't know if most people in the music industry are idiots but like you know yeah, You're, you might get ripped off. So fucking do some research. This is part of why you've got. This is like another aspect of mm-hmm. real fast. Yeah, and towards the end, there are people where I will literally tell them, "Oh, that guy sucks at PR," or "Oh, that guy's a scam."
1: Yeah,
0: and they'll be like, "Oh, it's cheap," and then not get anything, or it'll be like all their friends covering them.
1: Yeah,
0: and they'll and the and the PR person will be like, "Oh, look at all these results I got you," and it's you know their friends. Yeah. Like, guess what? I fucking told you. You know, someone tells... Like, a big part of why it's good to be plugged into your scene is because it means that people will tell you, oh, this guy is legit or this guy is a fucking poser. Yep. And guess what? Don't fuck up. Yep. If someone tells you someone is going to fuck you over, that usually doesn't mean... I don't like how they talk to me one time. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. But you know, anyway, I just hope to add, this-
1: just to add one more thing to that. Um, if you, when you, if someone tells you that someone is a ripoff, get it verified by a couple sources if you can, because there is always the odd chance that someone is being bad mouth. But as a general rule, Matt's right. If you're being told someone's a rip off, generally there's a good reason why they're being called a ripoff. As a general rule, but obviously, there is always going to be the crybabies and stuff like that. They're just mad at some like I've heard people say stuff about Matt that I know isn't true, and he's probably heard people say stuff about me that isn't true.
0: Exactly. You know, you
1: so. But anyway, so as a general rule, do your research, like you said.
0: Yeah. Anyway, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, Curtis, do you have anything to plug before we wrap up?
1: Um, just the dropout social thing again since uh, that's been gotten a little bit lax since uh, Matt Bacon's been away for the past week all all the thunder's been taken from this group just kidding Uh, but anyways I am still doing the marketing challenge there's a couple people that are doing it actively a lot of people have fallen off they're lost, whatever, I don't care Uh, but if you'd like to uh, participate I've got the last I think I've been doing it for 14 days now worth of days in there uh, worth of steps rather in there so go take a look just uh, go into the Facebook search bar and type in "dropout social" and then request to join, and then me or Matt will um, uh, accept you in, and then uh, you can go from there. Perfect. And that's
0: what I got. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. That. Uh, that's a big thing. If you want a free hashtag list, like literally no strings attached, like I'll try to sell you something after, but like that's how funnels work. So yep. if you want a free hashtag list, hit me up, fam. And well.
1: Let, let me ask you a question on the hashtag, Matt, because this has been a common question I've been asked, and I've been trying to explain it quite a bit with anybody that uh, I've been talking to about the hashtags. Um, is it just for Instagram, or is it for Twitter Instagram, or, or what is it for? Because a lot of people don't even know what a hashtag is, I've found, that I've been uh, talking to about, about, believe it or not.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> you, you know my feelings on Twitter. I, I think that with Twitter, hashtags are important, but they're not as important as they are on Instagram. I don't be there at all, but yeah. On on Instagram, though, like... Oh, on
1: Instagram, yeah.
0: On Instagram, if you don't use hashtags, like... But what is a hashtag? Oh, That's ha- the hashtag question I keep like, getting. Basically, you know how SEO marketing was like a big fucking deal? And it still is. Google yeah. AdWords is down 19%, so it's not as big a deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know how SEO marketing was like a big deal? Same yes. same fucking difference. is like, you know... um, this is just the new take on that. Like you understand how hashtags work. That means you're going to get traffic, you know, cool. if you use hashtags. You're going to get about 300% more interaction. Cool. Um, then if you don't, and if you use the appropriate amount of hashtags, you're going to get like f- literally 500% the interaction.
1: I think you should do a blog blog post on this because um like I said, I mean I, I asked I've asked a few people about if they want to take you up on your hashtag thing. And the most common response I get back is what is a hashtag or what is it used for, believe it or not. So I think you should probably do a blog post on this to talk about it further, because I think it's a valuable service that a lot of people don't understand. Uh,
0: yeah, I agree.
1: One more thing for Matt to do.
0: Oh God, everything is terrible. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Make good choices. We'll be at you tomorrow probably uh, or whenever the fuck this airs and we figure it out. I am so sick right now. Uh, Thank you guys for listening.
1: Are we done yet?
0: Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ.